0: Hey, this is the No Sword Gamer from YouTube, and I'm tired of this. Every week it's the same thing. Hey, hey, Michael, Michael, can you come down here? Michael, come on. Uh, was that Phil? Michael. Listen, you've been keeping me locked in your basement. Every episode, <laughs> I've been a good soldier. I I get, I do the announcements, like you asked the little introductions, the little cutesy things. You know, you've you've packaged these, repackaged them. I've never charged anything, and you keep telling me. For years and years and years, years. I mean, it's been like five, six, seven years. You've said, Hey, yeah, someday I'll have you on. Sure, I'll have you on. And I'm just, I, I, I can't take it anymore. Can we please finally talk about Fester's Quest?
1: Uh, fine. All right. But this is the only time. <laughs>
0: this is the only time. All right. I, I'll, I'll, be, you know what? I'll be good. I won't say a thing for another five years. Let's just, okay. let's just talk about Fester's Quest.
1: Deal. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? In case you haven't guessed, we have a guest on the show tonight. It's the no Swire Oh, Game. really?
2: That's right. Oh, sorry. so we're not just bringing him out of the basement for the intro and just you're gonna actually let him stay up here.
1: No, I, I'm i a man of my word. He is allowed to stay on the show and we're gonna talk
0: about Fester's Quest tonight. All right.
2: Welcome. welcome. Well, welcome.
0: Well, well thank, thank you. Thank you very much. And I think what was what was the name? The was I the No Swear Dude or something? My honorary name? I mean, that was like eight years right. ago, too, before you locked me in the basement. You know, that's true, how you lured true. me in. Hey, Are we'll you... give you a name. Come here. Hey, hey here's <laughs> your name. It's the No Swear Dude lock. I mean, that was kind of weird. Yeah,
1: that's true. I'll tell you what. To make up for it, you can be the No Swear Brother now. How about that?
0: Okay, I'll be the No Ooh. Swear Brother. I'll take check that. him Thank out Thank you. Now, Cheers to you. The No Swear yeah. Brother. He, check him out now. How's that song go? Something like that. <laughs> People thought told me you're being used. Oh, yeah. don't, don't put up with that. See where it got me now. See, see, I told you patience. Yeah,
1: you're you're the Nosferatu brother. You got a song by Fat Boy Slim about you. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> and but Justin, side, I don't
2: look at me now. Look at me now. I'm on the two dudes. Now, uh, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've heard that one too. Yeah, lots of songs. Yeah, this. Yeah. interesting. Uh, you know and, what else? Uh, you know what else the Nosferatu brother brought with him tonight? What's that? A sponsorship from Manscaped.
2: Ooh, uh, he brought the sponsorship, eh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Actually, support for the Two Dudes in a Nest podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate man's hygiene bundle, joined over 4 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code code two dudes at manscaped.com if my nice. math is correct that's about eight million balls
1: Ooh, are we allowed to say that on this show i think so
2: i don't know you know <laughs> you know it's, it's it's family friendly yeah well it's fine it's good
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh I got more to say about it, but I'll save it. I'll save it. Little little, little yeah, tease. I got that. I got some more to say about this manscaped ordeal. Uh and the more products. tangent talk. Yeah, we got I'm gonna save that for the tangent
0: talk. Phil, where yet? I'm Engine right alert. here. You see, you know, <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. See, see, I thought you were talking, see, me and, me and the manscape, we don't get along because I tried to come up with my own company called Manscapes, where you'd get a cape, you know, for every night of the week. It was like a loot box, cape of the month kind of thing, and uh-huh. they didn't like that. So, yeah, we're not on talking terms. So the so other Phil can talk then. Okay. All right. Tangent alert. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got two Phil's on tonight.
0: Yeah, that's good. Like, this is doing great for my split personality, let me tell you.
1: Yeah. All right. So tonight we're going to talk about Fester's Quest. I do have a lot of tangents. I got a lot to say about Fester's Quest. I know uh, you guys probably do too. I know Justin texted me earlier, uh, so I'm, I'm a little worried about what he has to say about Fester. But uh, yeah, so I got I got
2: lots of tangents we'll lots of Fester. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, let's start. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's do uh, let's let's kick into the tidbits.
0: You want to? Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. That's pretty good. I like that. That was good.
1: That's good. That's a good
0: one. So I, 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 it, I didn't it, ask it's, you. It's so weird. Go ahead. You didn't ask me I said, what?
1: I, was, I didn't ask you if you wanted to do intro all the segments live, but I, I didn't want to put you on the spot. But there you go.
0: There's, no, no, because I don't even remember what I came up with. Because <laughs> like, that, that was that was literally probably five years ago. Yeah, something like that because that was back when I was doing the Atari seventy eight hundred game by game podcast, which I That's completed. Right. Yes, which you I did. Abs- which I completed year like I completed <laughs> that. I think I completed that over six years ago. I'm not sure. Maybe not. it was
3: it was it was Maybe pretty quick,
1: not, but it was a pretty quick run, and uh, we've still been using it ever since. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: been it's been it was like a two or three year project for me, which for the podcast world is impressive. You know, to get in and get out like that. I don't know. I couldn't do that today but I can be a guest here. So I'm sorry for my tangent alert. Tangent alert.
2: All good. All good. <laughs> all right.
0: That's, I'm not gonna hit that button anymore. I promise.
2: Uh <laughs> Well, all right. you know, because uh, we have a guest, we must do a quiz game. Oh
1: yes. boy. I do not. I don't, so I'm a little you. worried. I don't know if my candle is going to hold up against, uh against the no swear dude or the no swear brother. Oh, you got uh-huh. too many to well, names.
2: All right. Yeah. So speaking of names, so how do we buzz in for the game? As you know, you have to buzz in with your name. So how would you like to, what do you want to do? You want to go with, you know, No Swear Gamer is going to give you too many syllables. It's going to just complicate. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. What I want to do is I want to ask permission to go off on a limb and do something Adams family inspired. And instead of saying my name, I want to say it. Because of it.
2: Okay. I like it. I like it.
1: Exactly. Well then, yeah. what can I? I need something really short. That's not fair. Could Hold be on. Thing. Thing. Big thing. Yeah, it's but the, w- the way I say thing, it takes too long for it to come out.
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, the south. It's <laughs> got a little thing going on. Okay, well, I'll be. Uh, uh, what you, what you... I think I, I think I can get lurch out really fast. Lurch.
0: Ooh, lurch, lurch okay. in it. I like All right. it.
2: All right. So just to remind everybody how the game works, uh, there are five questions. Each question will be multiple choice answers. You can buzz in at any time that you want, but once you buzz in, you don't get the answers read to you, so you have to answer the question without getting the answers. If you get the question wrong, the other person gets an opportunity to answer the question. If they get the question wrong, then it goes to the next person uh, again, and if they get it wrong again, then no points. Uh, No points for default. Um, So let's get started. All right, question number one. The composer of this game is Naoki Kadaka, Kodaki, who composed many games, uh, video games, including many for Sunsoft. What is the other game that the two dudes have discussed in the past that he also composed? Is it A, Bubble Bobble, B, Ho- Zelda 2. Oh, okay, go ahead. Continue. C. Journey to Silius, or D, Platoon? Lurch. Lurch. Journey to Silius. It is Journey to Silius. Sorry,
1: I had a stupid thought in Lurch. my head. I, sorry, I had a stupid thought in my head. I, I knew we had covered multiple games by him, and then I forgot that it was multiple choice. So that's was my fault for
2: interrupting. Yeah, so Bubble Bobble and Zelda 2, he did not. And then uh, Platoon, he did compose, but we have not talked about it. So. Right on. All right. Question number two. Which. Publication ranked this game as the seventy-third worst game ever made. Ooh. Was it a Nintendo Power, B IGN, C Game Radar, or D Electronic Gaming Monthly? It. I'll
0: go with Game it. Radar. Yeah, I'll do. It game was.
2: Radar. It was Game Radar ranked this as the seventy-third worst game ever made. Now it's interesting because IGN ranked. Uh, Fester's Quest is 45th of its top 100 NES games, and uh, Nintendo Power gave it a 4.7, uh, and gave and Electronic Gaming Monthly said that the game had all right graphics and awesome and very good music, so kind of positive reviews from the other the other ones, but, uh, interesting. Yeah, did okay. did you, Nintendo so
0: power ever do a worse list? Because usually they pumped it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're,
2: no, like, they never,
0: not them. And I did remember IGN ranked them high. So I was like, did they also put it on the worst list too? But no, so I, I did. Now, I think,
1: and I think IGN's kind of also in this kind of similar vein to Nintendo power. They're they don't do much, a lot. Of they're very power. positive. Yeah. They're very positive. Lots of positive stuff.
2: Yeah. All right. So it's one to one. Going into question three, this game uses an overhead shooting mechanism that uh, is utilized with the same shooting engine as what other Suns' Lurch. Off game.
0: It, I, said it. I it, said it.
2: It got it, got it first. It's, you got it's blast,
0: Blaster Master. I should yep. not have. It's Blaster shouldn't Master. Shouldn't went,
1: uh, I shouldn't have went with Lurch. Lurch was a bad name.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, well, the, my no, problem I, was he, I was too laid back. I was like, it, and of a sudden, Lurch. I mean, dude, come on. I, I, I smoked you that time.
2: In all, yeah, in all fairness, Mike, he still just got you, got you by timing. Uh, so, all right. Now, the next two questions are actually just Adam's family questions in general, but oh, also boy. have some relation to the game. So, this game utilizes one of the Uncle Fester special talents that was also seen in the television show. It. It.
0: Is, it, is, it, is it putting the light bulb, lighting it up in his mouth? I'm just guessing.
2: Man, look at the No Swear Gamer just knocking okay. it
1: out. Okay, you, you two are <laughs> colluding behind the scenes. Come
0: on, it's Fester. The one thing he did was put the light bulb in his mouth.
2: Okay, well, with three questions in a row, No Swear Gamer has won the game. Oh, uh, Mike man. is only playing for fun going into question number I ain't five. Playing. So congratulations. I ain't even playing for fun. Uh, <laughs> so let's see if you can get this last question. In the television show *Adam's Family*, there is a sign in the front of the mansion that they live in. What does the sign say? Is it A. Beware of the cat. B. Beware of the plant. C. Beware. Beware of the it. Or D. Beware of the thing. Lurch. I'll
0: let you guess first.
2: I have no idea. But beware of the thing. It was the beware of the
0: thing. Was it really? I thought I was like going between plant and cat because they had a, a they, they had did a lion, plant, they had then a lion kitty. and the other,
2: yeah, and,
0: and and carnivorous plants. So I didn't think they'd put right. beware of the thing. So good,
2: that was a good yeah, question. No, it was beware of the thing. So, uh, so you get you get some consolation points there, Mike, but you still lose oh, the game. Gee, thank
1: you. That's 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 what I always wanted: consolation points.
2: And I want to know, maybe, Mike, that you travel to 0001 Cemetery Lane, which is where the Adams family lived, to perhaps get this cart?
0: Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart.
1: You remember me telling you this story, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you maybe. nailed it. You nailed it. I went all the way. Went all the way to that hell, that old creaky house, and uh, grabbed me. It was full of these game. This game, apparently, nobody likes it, so they just filled the house full of it. Uh, no, actually, this one is. Uh, I actually do have a story for this one, a real one. Oh,
3: okay. uh, this is this I'll is hear.
1: one that uh, Pick a Flick had back in the day, and I rented it uh, all the time. I rented it a lot. Uh, And uh, I'll talk more about that here in a little bit, but yeah. So whenever they started selling off their games, it was one of the first ones I I grabbed out of their bin because I had
0: played it so many times. So I instantly wanted to pick it up. So how much money do you think you like put in? Like how much money did you think it cost when you picked it up? And how much was it to rent?
1: Oh, I (laughs) I probably paid PickFlick to keep it forever, like ten bucks maybe. But all told, I probably paid them. It was what. What was it, Justin? Two or three dollars every time you rented it, maybe. No, Gosh, I can't like that. really uh, and I probably like that,
2: yeah.
1: I probably rented it at least fifteen times over the course of you know, five years or whatever.
0: So literally so, yeah. rent to own.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. So whatever that math works out to be like 40, 50 bucks, maybe sixty bucks. So I basically paid the, the full price for it eventually.
2: What's that? What's that? Rent to own? I know there's like Rent a Center, but there's like one called Aaron's. Basically, pick a flick was Errands before Errands was a thing.
1: If for me, in this game, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But that's that's how I got it. It was it's pretty pretty straightforward, laid back uh, pickup for me. But uh, how about you guys? You guys have a copy, physical copy of this one?
2: So the I pod? never I never played the game, uh, so I don't have a physical copy. So I demoed it for the pod. Um, it really wasn't a game that I had a lot of experience playing before this. I was never a huge Adam's Family fan growing up. I loved the Munsters. I was more of a Munsters guy.
1: Oh, you're um, one of the you're a Munsters guy. I see. Okay. Yeah, that explains a
2: lot, actually. <laughs> but I was never really into the Addams Family as much, so I guess this game never really piqued my interest as a kid. Never really picked it up.
1: Well, you want to hear something funny? I, I was never an Adams Family guy either. Uh, and when I was renting this game, I didn't even know who Uncle Fester was. I didn't realize that he was a like a member of the Adams family or whatever. Because you know, I was what maybe six, seven years old or something, and I, and was not watching yeah. the Adams family. Uh, they were not. I mean, I think they were on probably like on Nick at Night and stuff maybe at the time. But yeah. I was I yeah, wasn't. I, I never watched Nick at Night. And so I was—I just had nothing to do with the NFL. So I really had no idea who this Uncle Fester was most of the time I was playing the game until until later on.
2: Nice.
0: You know, that makes sense, because how many games for the NES had a character on the cover that had nothing to do with another property, right? Like Solar Jetman or Dash Galaxy or something, right? So I could totally see that, like, oh, it's just Fester.
2: Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was just he's, Fester
1: he's a- to me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well there you go
0: uh what about you
1: phil no, i you do this remember
0: one? Oh, well justin wanted to finish a memory so go ahead justin no justin this doesn't
2: get my, to talk about is, his memories i'm just kidding this is a um. more this is a more recent memory mike that was this uh remember there was a. Uh, speaking of uncle fester um at the mall in knoxville there was this there was this arcade in it there the mall I think it's still a thing. Like, there's, like, a movie theater and an arcade. I don't know if the arcade's there anymore. It's been years. But when we were, like, in high school, college, maybe early college years, we would, uh, there was this Uncle Fester's game. It was basically two, like, electric like two rods, two metal rods that oh, you yeah. held. And yes, like yes. Simulating electricity, I guess, but all it was was just like really, really intense vibrations. You like had to try to hold on. You remember doing that? I do remember doing that. Yeah, they, so they had fun. one
0: of those. They, there was an arcade by me in Michigan. At, it was a it an amazing arcade. Like they, they took a bunch of old animatronics, like Chuck E. Cheese things. And they put it on the like, they it's one of this place with like double... Uh, length walls like they go up twice as high as they need to so all around they'd have all these mechanical cookie cheese things but they had the weirdest arcade selection but they had one of those festers which I did which it didn't feel like anything so I don't know if it was broke or if it was just like we have to be safe and not electrocute a kid so I don't know (laughs) what the deal is with that and they also had the Adams family pinball uh, machine which featured fester
1: oh that sounds like fun
0: I remember actually. Yeah. I think that
1: that Adams family pinball machine was actually pretty popular, wasn't it? I feel like it was. Yeah. I saw it in several places.
0: Yeah, was, yeah I think even that. I, I think both of them or one of those had the light bulb in Fester's mouth too. Yeah, I like think when the you one were holding on to those. I, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, and I remember it. What did, you're right. It didn't really do much of anything other than uh
2: vibrate a little bit. But yeah, oh well. it was just really intense vibrations. So yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, it was was fun. But
2: anyway, anyway, sorry to interrupt your uh, talking about having the game. uh, uh, No swear, gamer. Go ahead.
0: So, yeah, I have an interesting history with this game. I didn't, as people who follow me know, I didn't have an NES growing up. I had an Atari 7800. Uh, But I played this game. So, growing up. I got my haircut. My mom would take us kids to get their haircut to a friend's of hers. Licensed beautician, she built in her basement a salon. It had like the mirrors and the the full-size hair dryers and all this stuff. It was like opened. Her basement was open, and they had like a den where the kids played. And if 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 their kids that lived in the house, because it was the house that the hairdresser lived in, if the kids weren't there, I was allowed to play the games. First, it was Atari 2600. And they got an NES, and they had this game, Fester's Quest, at one point. And I remember saying, thinking, like, wow, this is pretty cool. I like this game. And then I went to Kmart, which, you know, goodbye Kmart. I guess there's only three left in the United States now. I went to Kmart, and they had this in the clearance bin for well under 10 bucks. And I was like, maybe I'll get an NES one day. And I picked it up. I actually <laughs> bought this game. That's funny. And my neighbor ended up getting an NES and I think I, since I never got an NES, uh, you know, cause I'm a hundred bucks back then was a lot of money to get the action set. And I was like, I'm too busy buying games for my 7,800. Uh, I gave it to him for like, um, a birthday or Christmas or something, right. It became a, it became a gift. The interesting thing about this, and we'll get into this probably how it affects the gameplay is his setup. When he first had the NES, like a lot of other kids, at least around where I lived, was in the basement on a black and white TV, which for the power-ups made this game a nightmare to play <laughs> because they're color-coded. Oh so we, we, we did it. So fast forward, I did pick up a copy. It was busted. It, well, it, was, it works, but it was like ugly. Like the shell was cracked and discolored and stuff like that. And then just for a video, uh, I, I did a video where I found a guy on eBay who, who was doing NES game grab bags for any guarantee, and he guaranteed you get the value of the bag and that you, and like, it was like three game bags and guaranteed only one sport game per bag. I was like, this would make a great video. And I did a couple of those. And one of the games I got from him was Fester's quest. However, it was a beautiful cart, but I was having problems getting it connected. There was corrosion inside. It was distorting no matter how much I cleaned it. So. I ended up taking the uh the PCB or whatever you call it out of the nice look out of the bad cartridge and putting it in the shell of the new one. So now I have a yeah. pristine copy. Cool.
1: Yeah, and yours is uh rigged up. You you've done you've done a lot of work to get your uh, nice pristine copy.
0: Yeah, I pristine. frankenstein it, which is which is fitting for the game.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. funny.
0: Nice.
1: Uh yeah, cool. All right. Your story is better than mine. So but they usually they usually are. So
0: it's all good. <laughs> I like the pick of flicks. I like the rent to own thing. I like that. That was, that was cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, you guys want to talk about this game? Let's do it. Justin, before we talk about it though, I want to talk about this. Well, basically I just want to talk about our, you know, our corporate overlords now, the manscape people. Okay. Um, yeah. so yeah. Promo code two dudes, by the way, if anybody wants 20% off, Uh, help out the podcast. Um, But they sent us the product because they wanted us to try it out and um, see what we thought about it and stuff. So I got it. And um, let me just say, first of all, I am a bit of a, when it comes to beard trimmers and things like that, I'm a bit of a skeptic. I like a, I'm a five o'clock shadow kind of guy, but it's gotta be the right length. And I had, used to have the perfect, I used to have the perfect uh, razor for this or buzzer or whatever. And I used it, For a long time, until one day, I guess this is tangent. This is kind of a quest for the butt razor story, by the way. So, one day, my wife decides that she wants to get the lint balls off of the recliner in the living room. Okay. And she thought the best way to do that was to use my beard trimmers, for some reason. Oh, boy. (laughs) And completely ruined them. And they were my favorites, and they worked perfectly. And so, for the last probably two years I've been on the look. I've been buying these just, every now and then they're expensive, right? You know, some, sometimes they get up to like hundred bucks or whatever. So I've been buying yeah. them and trying them and then taking them back if they don't work. So I've been on this sort of quest to find this perfect beard trimmer to replace the one that my wife ruined and uh, to get this five o'clock shadow that I, I so love. And I haven't really found one. I found, I got pretty close and I've had one. I've been using it for probably three months or so. And I was planning on keeping it. And then lo and behold, Manscaped comes along and sends this buzzer, right? So that's just right. long, long story, long way of saying that um, I'm pretty, uh, pretty particular about these things. So I get it, and immediately I, I get out of the box, and it's like, oh, it's got this heft to it. I'm thinking, okay, either one or two things. Either this is quality, or they put weights in it or something, right? That's, that was my first yeah. thought. Um, but no, I, 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 really honestly do, uh, there's no joking aside, not just cause we're trying to give a promo code. I, I really do love this thing. It's, it's really nice. It's got a nice heft to it. Uh, I can use it in the shower, which is also a big bonus because I hate cleaning up hair. But yeah, it's got like right. a, I've been, I haven't used, I know it's made for your, for your downstairs area, right? Supposedly. But I've been using it on my face and it's been doing a pretty good job. I will say that, nice. uh, my wife's favorite part is it's way quieter than any of the other ones I've bought so far. That's kind of a bonus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got a, it's got like a it feels good in the hand. You know, it's got like a good uh, weight to it. I get a little tired sometimes if it, if it's a long shave. To, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it works great. I've been using it on the yeah. face. Honestly, that's what I've been using it on. I've not, I'm not, I'm not went downstairs yet. I'm kind of old school when it comes to going downstairs. I I've traditionally yeah.
2: use scissors. Little seventies.
1: Yeah, no, well, no, 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 <laughs> not that traditional. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just traditional in the uh, the equipment that I use. It's a little, you uh, typically scissors, you know, just, just uh, you know. Right. I like to get up close personal, the scissors. But no, I have not tried it. I plan on trying it, although I'm a little leery. And since I like it on my face so much, I'm, I don't know if I want to blend, you know what I mean? I don't know if I want to mix the, uh, I don't want to what do they like cross the beams like in ghostbusters? You know what I'm saying? Not sure. I want to go down that route, but anyways, so I will, uh, you want to, we can, we can stop there uh, and you can give your uh, opinion next episode. If you want, if we don't want to waste too much time on the manscape, but uh, that's my opinion so far. I like
2: it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll come back to it. Let's revisit it. Yeah. We'll give it a week or
1: so. give, Give you another week or so. And we'll let you, we'll let you chime in next time. Uh but that promo code, get 20% off and free nationwide? No, worldwide shipping, right? Wow. Worldwide shipping. Yeah, internet. Promo promo code two dudes. That's the number two, by the way. Two dudes. All right.
0: Let's talk about Fester's Quest. Time to dig into some good old fashioned game discussion.
1: Like the little fart noise at the end, yeah. right? <laughs> okay, so um, you know, you know how I like to do this. I like to always start by opening up the manual. Yep. I don't know. Is that is that good with you guys? Do, do 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 either of you have a physical manual? I don't
2: have a physical manual now. Okay.
0: I'm not sure because I have like a stack of NES manuals because most of my carts are loose, so I keep them separate. So when I play a game just go online and find it, rather than dig through the stack. So I might.
2: Okay. Well,
1: I usually like to give preference to the, to anybody who has uh, the real manual, but uh, so rather than make you go look for it, I guess we'll pull up PDF, which, oh, the link I had for the PDF is broken. So maybe we won't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on.
2: Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Here we go it working for you. Fester, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty nice uh, manual here. The link doesn't but I just pulled it up here. Okay. So, got a, a picture of Lightning and Fester's Quest on the beginning. Of course, we get into the Sunsoft limited warranty and the precautions. Okay. We won't belabor that. And a nice little thank you note. Thank you for purchasing Sunsoft's Fester Quest game pack. Please read the booklet carefully before Bolded Starting to play the game. I would second that <laughs> right. sentiment.
1: By the way, if anybody's yeah, definitely. If you going into this game blindly, is uh, fun enough, but uh, probably better off knowing what you're doing before you start. Annoying. It can be annoying. Yeah. Yes, if you don't do that.
2: All right. Ready for the game story. So the yeah. Adams family are not very strange. In fact, they are quite smart. You see, it was Mama who always warned of the alien UFO coming to invade their city. All the other Adams thought she was crazy, but Mama, using her crystal ball, put a protective spell in the Adams family house. As Uncle Fester was moonbathing one night, the fabled UFO appeared and beamed all the people in the town up. When the aliens scanned the Adams house for life forms, they found none, thanks to Mama's spell. It was Gomez who must protect the Adams house. El took his trusty gun and set out to <laughs> set out on his quest to rescue the townspeople from the alien UFO. Just got his, just grabbed his trusty gun, <laughs> <and> took <laughs> okay. off. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, first of all, weird. The beginning of the you know this kind of is played out in the beginning of the game, like the cutscene, like as you. Cutscenes, just a scene that starts the game out, and Fester's laying out there, moonbathing. Looks like Joe Rogan laying there. <laughs> he does. He, he looks just like Joe Rogan. He's like bald and just like you know, wearing sunglasses. Uh you know something but always. Anyway, bo- yeah.
1: something speaking of that cutscene, something always bothered me about this game and just Fester in general. I think uh, is he has no shoes on He's barefoot, and it just really gets under my skin. He's just walking around barefoot, yeah. and he's just on top of that. Um, and this just tends to bother me with people in general. This is this is a me problem. This is not a you people who wear it go barefoot problem. This is a me problem.
2: You I mean just, by you people?
1: I mean, you people who go barefoot all the time. That's what I mean. <laughs> well, I know you, I know you out there. Uh, but no, they always want to put. The people who go barefoot, they always want to prop their feet up like Fester here, and just show them off to the world. You ever notice that? Maybe it's just me, okay. but it just it just seems like it. Like if, if you're a flip flop kind of guy, and which I know you are, Justin, don't deny it. You just like to kick them things off, prop your feet up, and just shine them to the world. Like, look at my feet. And just uh, you although don't see me doing that with my tennis a, shoes, you know.
2: Although I've become more of a, a sandals guy now, more of a. Tacos, the guy. What's, what's,
1: diff- what's the difference between a sandal and a flip flop, anyways?
2: You don't
0: have the little string in the middle or the whatever.
2: There you go. No the thong. thong.
0: The thong. You like yeah, a thong exactly.
2: On the big tip. You like a
1: thong? Yeah. You're a big fan of the thong there?
0: I'm a sandal guy. Sandals, uh, a- you know, you got to let your feet wiggle and you got your toes wiggle and, you know, give them some space to breathe. I don't want anything. No, I, don't, I actually don't like the feeling of flip flops. Give, give me a sandal.
1: What about the thing on the back, like on the heel? What makes it what what
2: brings in the heel piece? Like a like on a toddler's flip-flop?
1: Yeah, or like a hiker's flip-flop, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah. That that's just for heavy duty stuff. Like my first sandals that had the back was like Nike ones. I think they were like ATG all terrain gear. Okay. And I loved them. I loved yeah. them because you know your foot your feet get to breathe, you know, and, and from what I understand, um, You can actually, uh, you know, walk in, I don't walk barefoot, but walking barefoot or the less uh, cushion between your foot and and the uh, ground is actually beneficial to your feet in the long run. Like, you know, we were, we were designed to do that. And sometimes the forms of shoes can actually give you problems later on, like spurs and stuff. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm just saying what I, what I heard. Well, uh, then then let me throw
1: my let me throw my hat in and just say that my tennis shoes are probably the best shoe for me then because I've had them for about twelve years. They have basically no sole, but I wear them all the time. Very good. Uh, l- very little space between my foot and the ground. I think.
2: Well, yeah,
0: they're form fitted.
2: Exactly. <laughs> now that we're on this topic, I've got a tangent. Okay. So my uh, my neighbor asked me if uh, I was interested. And playing softball, he asked me this a long time ago. Yeah, you know, I I, I like to play. Now I haven't played softball in years, and I I was not like a baseball player growing up. I played baseball and uh, played some, you know, intramural softball in college. With, you know, Mike can attest we were terrible, but it was playing for fun. Um, also played on like a hospital team for a little bit, but I was never really serious about it. Well. Yesterday, you know, a couple of days ago, he asked me. He's like, "Hey, we're down a player. Uh, would you, you like to fill in?
1: It's time. He's like, calling sure, calling yeah. you up from the minor leagues,
2: right? It's time so, to hit the majors." Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Sure." You know, granted, I haven't put a glove on or anything, and it's been years, right? So, uh, you know, you find a glove, ready to go. Yeah, of course, I don't have cleats or anything. I'm like, it's just a, you know, it's a rec league, you know. But I get out there, and I could already tell within a few minutes, like, I was, I was in over my <laughs> <laughs> Like, these guys are wearing, they all, every single person on this team, had, you know, basically baseball pants on. They all had cleats. And I'm just, like, standing there in my, like, sweatpants <laughs> and tennis shoes, just ready to go, you know.
0: It so, would only be uh, better if you were in flip-flops.
2: Right, yeah. right, right. So, um, so anyway, they put me in right field, which uh, immediately I was like, "Thank God!" Right, you' going to be out here right field, and nothing's going to happen. Which yeah, until, I, wise, until they
1: notice. Until they notice that the guy in right field is wearing sweatpants and uh, got, <laughs> so has his glove he, on the wrong hand.
2: Yeah, you probably always figure the guy in right field's terrible. But uh, either way, luckily, fielding only one ball was hit to me, and was Fine, didn't have any issue there. the The issue for me became on uh, the offensive side of the ball. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, "Well, you probably like just popped out or something." No, actually, the hitting part was not the problem. So, um, first, <laughs> did first you run to third hit, you know, or something? So, <laughs> so, so, first, it hit, first at bat went okay. Yeah. It, it's like when I grounded. The third in that, uh, hit like a line drive out, into the, uh, you know, pretty good hit, got on, single. And then the guy after me hits a ground, grounder. So I'm running the second, and the shortstop stops the ball. And then he like, and I was thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to get thrown out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how am I going to do this? And I'm like running as hard as I can. I'm going to need to slide. so that I can stop myself and, and then, you know, but still have some speed to it. So I'm like preparing the slide. And so I'm like pretty much getting to the point where I'm going down. Well, he throws it and the guy on second fumbles the ball and it goes behind him. And I'm like, Oh, now in my split second mind, I'm like, Oh, I don't need the slide. I'm on safe. But now I'm kind of like halfway into the slide. (laughs) (laughs) And I try to stop it and basically just get top heavy and just fall like flat on my face on second base. (laughs) But (laughs) But were you safe? safe? But I was safe. I was safe. Okay. So all good, right? So everybody gets a good laugh. They're like, oh, that was graceful. Yeah. 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 yeah." You know, so everybody just kind of laughs it off and (laughs) it was no big deal. So then the very next. You know, next batter comes up. I'm on second. So uh, he hits like a line drive. It's a good hit. And so, you know, me on second, runner on first, we should both easily get home, right? So I'm like running. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I run through third. And you know that feeling, (laughs) like right as soon as I turn the corner to third to run home, you know that feeling when you're like, oh, I'm falling. You know, <laughs> like, again, the feeling. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you know that feeling where it's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna fall, and this is terrible, <laughs> and I'm like, I can feel like my mo- like the top half of my body is just going the time, opposite direction. The time just the
1: slows down. Time slows down <laughs> yeah. to a crawl.
2: I hear. So I'm like, probably by the time I actually hit the dirt. <laughs> like, just faceplant into the dirt. I'm probably midway between third and home. <laughs> so, and it's just one of those, like, I hit the ground. Like, everybody's yelling, like, go, go, go. The third base coach is just, you know, waving like the guy. And then you just kind of hear this collective, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: so, Man, when you I tell that up. story, I don't know why, but when you tell that story, I picture a weeble wobble. Except it, oh, yeah. it does it's, fall down. Like it's like I'm just this going all crazy directions.
2: <laughs> so anyway, I get up, just kind it, you know, and then run on in home. I still make it safe because it was, you know, it was a good hit. But the, unfortunately, the guy behind me had to stay on third because <laughs> it delayed everything. Uh, and uh, so yeah, so I fell running the bases on the same like base run <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh well actually that's you know that could be worse right
1: i mean you really didn't do anything yeah. de- detrimental to the team you just just embarrassed you know, yourself
2: a little bit what was funny is i got in the car my neighbor i rode with him and i got in the car and he's like yeah i just how long has it been since you played softball and i was like well <laughs> honestly it's been years know, since i've actually played and he was like well i told the coach or the team captain that you wouldn't be liabilities liability." <laughs> I was like I don't know <laughs> if I would have said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But anyway, how, we ended up did, winning. Did, did he
1: ask that. you? Did he ask you how long it had been since you'd
2: walked or ran or anything? <laughs> oh man, I was uh, a I'm not a sprinter. Just not a sprinter.
0: Yeah, that's you know, if but, you were doing that, if you were doing that barefoot, you would have had no problems.
2: Probably. Yeah.
0: Just, just like
2: yeah, everybody was like. Oh, you need you need cleats. You need cleats. I'm like, okay, listen. This is the one time I've played softball eight years. Like, I'm not going to go buy cleats to come out here to play. <laughs> one Do you
1: time. not? Have you, surely you had some old cleats somewhere? And you moved too much. That's your problem. I,
2: yeah, I, I've got rid of. i haven't,
1: yeah. I still have I still have my old cleats, but they're a little moldy. So I don't think I would wear them. But i I've, I've still got mine. Hey, speaking of speaking of sprinting, speaking of sprinting, one more tangent, and then we'll get back to the game talk. I promise. But this made me think of something. Uh, so we just it just was Easter not too long ago, right? Uh, as far yeah, as, as
0: just the last week,
1: yeah. As we were recording this, okay. And I, you know, I have a two and a half year old, so this is like the first Easter where it's just been like pandemonium, you know, for him. He's just like nuts. Well, he, I don't know what happened. Somehow, I don't know if he had some it's some candy from an Easter egg or what, but basically the whole second half of the day after lunch, he was just sprinting through the yard, just sprinting over and over again, just as fast nice. as he could go. And he'd want, he'd want to race everybody. He got everybody racing. And I was just sitting here thinking, what, is this what life is like for me now? I'm just going to have to sprint over and over again and race. I mean, I, I already know that I'm chasing. I have to chase him everywhere because he runs everywhere. but. Just uh, literally the whole length of the yard, which the yard's not, it's not small. It's just sprinting back and forth, back and forth. And then he just never stops. And then he, I thought he was going to just pass out at one point, but he just never did. He just kept going.
0: I don't, where, the, where does the energy come from?
1: Anyways, I don't know. That I made, don't me think, made me think of that. No,
0: my, my tangent, because my youngest is, is like around five. And yeah, she wants to race every time we go from one place to the other. And when you ask her, where'd you get all your energy? She says, daddy, because she takes it from you. You know, she ta- that, that's what kids do. They take your energy and they just go nonstop. So welcome to fatherhood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'm more yeah. interested in something else that your child's been doing that you just alluded to. <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe we should just talk about the game.
0: Yeah. yeah can my- I talk about the game story for a second?
2: Please. Yeah, let's do please. this.
1: Yeah, please. So, so, before, so, before we go to, off on to, a bit, terrible tangent.
0: <laughs> yes. So uh, I wanted to point out two things about this story. First of all, I didn't think you use crystal balls to, to do protective spells. I thought they were just for viewing things, right? Because mm-hmm. Mama would do like potions in her cauldron, I think. So I, I right. didn't think that's how that works. But the other thing, this story makes Gomez look really bad right? Because the aliens can't sense their house. They're perfectly safe, but what does he say, tell Fester? I, I have to stay here and protect the house. You go out there. Yeah.
1: See, that's, uh, yeah, he's not exactly the best father figure, right? He's uh, he's kind of lazy. He's all, you know. Yeah. I, that's, I've never been, that's why I'm not a big adamant I thought they got he's captured. He's super sure. handsy. Yeah, he is kind of handsy, isn't he?
2: Well, that's in the show. I guess not really much the game.
1: He's not really in the game at all. I thought he got captured.
2: Honestly. Yeah, that's true.
1: But I guess, but yeah. according to what you read, Jess, it sounds like he just kind of hung back at the house.
0: Oh, the, the, you can find the house in the game and all the atoms are just chilling there in the house. Don't ask me how they get from one house to the other. Sometimes you, but there's one house where you go in and it's all the atoms, all the atoms is, and it does like a little music video. It's really impressive actually.
1: Yeah. And they give you things. I, I guess I just assumed it was like a compound. They don't live in a house in the game. They just live on a compound. It's like a cult
2: or something. Yeah. <laughs> an Adams Family Cult.
1: Yeah, the Adams Family Cult. Um, yeah, no, but it's weird, you know. If you want I think there's it lends more credence to my uh, not knowing this was an Adams Family game because really, the only time you they've even mentioned it, it's in the title screen. But it's like a huge. Mm-hmm. It says Fester's Quest and big, colorful letters, and then kind of over in the corner it says The Adams Family, just kind of off, tucked in the yeah. corner, you know. <laughs> And then throughout the whole yeah. game, you meet these people, but and they give you stuff, but it just says Pugsley gives yeah. you T and T or whatever. So when I was playing yeah. as a kid, I was like, I, okay.
0: "Yeah, you just like see a picture
1: of them." Yeah, and I'm just thinking, okay, Pugsley, Big Whoop, whoever this Pugsley. Yeah,
0: it's just like any other game where you visit people, random person, you know, error right says hello. So it's it's just yeah. If you didn't know the Addams Family, and if you took out Fester, a lot of the game wouldn't feel like an Adams Family game. No, for it really does. Most doesn't. of the game, yeah. there, there, there's not, there's not a lot to it. Even though I don't know, um, if if you guys know this, because a lot of people are like, well, this is was maybe it wasn't supposed to be a Fester's Quest game to begin with, and they just plopped them in. But the developer said, no, this was a Fester's Quest game. He said, I had a dream one night, and in my dream, he was a fan of the Adams family, and he's like, in my dream, I had this dream of Uncle Fester's playhouse, which was like Pee Wee's playhouse. At the time, that was popular when he had the dream. And so this was always supposed to be a Fester's Quest game hmm. the whole time. And when they were That's saying, like, well, what about the Blaster Master? You know, this seems like a lot like Blaster Master. He's like, well, same people who worked on Blaster Master worked on this game. So, yeah, they do have some similarities because it was the same people making them. But they're, it was always a Fester's Quest game, which is interesting to me.
1: It is interesting.
0: I mean, it could, have, it could have very easily just been like a Blaster Master 2 or something.
1: I mean, I know there is a plaster yeah. master too, but I mean, this could have been just a another. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I get it. It's uh, definitely a. F- I mean, it is the Adams Family Fester Quest. It, it, I mean, it very much is an Adams Family game. I don't think it. I could see how somebody would think that maybe they just plop Fester into it, but it does feel like it was made to be an Adams Family game. It's just it's they don't beat you over the head with it to the point where you kind of have to already know it's an Adams Family game to to get all of it. Yeah, which
0: I, yeah. I mean, I mean, some of the. Some of the power-ups clearly are are inspired by Adam's family, and of course, the people you meet clearly are. And the developer did say the guy who designed it, like we had to make sure it stayed true enough to the Adams family, uh the feeling to make the the widow of of Adams, the guy who made the cartoon, happy. So yeah. I guess they made him happy enough.
1: I guess so. So yep. um, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned power ups. Let's talk about the power ups because uh, this is something. This is a bit. Of, this is one of the first kind of sticking points of the game. Like if you don't have the manual, or in your case, uh, mm-hmm. no swear brother, if uh, you had a black and white TV, the power ups in this <laughs> game don't make a lot of sense, right? Uh, yeah, it's tough to wrap your head around if you just jump into the game and play it because you have a red gun, you have a blue gun that appear whenever you defeat enemies, right? But they don't mm-hmm. correspond to a red gun and a blue gun, which you would think, instinctively, you'd think, okay, if I pick up the red one, I'll get this gun. If I pick up the blue one, I'll get this gun or something, right? No, it's kind of like, a, it's <clears> like <throat> an up, upgrade system where you get more red ones it and it gets... I, I can't even remember. I'll, I can't remember which one's which. I think it's blue ones. Up, one of them upgrades, one of them downgrades, basically
0: is what it is. Blue is up and and red is down, I believe. Yeah,
1: there you go. So... That, it's like a system of you have to collect more and more of one color to go up and down, which sometimes you want to go up, sometimes you want to go down. Uh, that's actually a kind of neat aspect, I think, about this game. Yeah, the gun gets more powerful as you go up, but also the trajectory of the bullets changes to the point where sometimes you actually want to go down, to have, like, especially in the sewers and stuff, when because the bullets in this game stop when they hit the walls. And so, if the trajectory of the bullet is one of those, like the, I call it the bowling ball gun, but the one that shoots out the big black balls, uh, it's
2: so wide. It looks that, like bowling ball.
1: Yeah, it's so wide that it almost immediately gets stopped, uh, within those tight corridors of the sewer. So it's better to kind of downgrade and use like the straight shot or something.
0: Unless you fully upgrade, because if you fully upgrade, you get you get a, and that's what I I would recommend people do if you're playing this game is before you hit the sewers. Just uh go outside and shoot enemies until you can fully upgrade, which takes eight I want to say well maybe seven because you might start out with one, but it's eight and I think it's every two it changes shapes so like the bowling ball and there's like one that's kind of like like a boomerang type shape even though it doesn't really boomerang but it doesn't the arc thing but yeah, those walls in the sewer it just it swallows them up and you you're you're hitting the button and you're 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 dead to rights if if anything comes did you know that they fixed it for the European version?
1: Oh, no, oh, I did wow. not.
0: It, they fixed it. Where They did two things to fix the European version, evidently. is One, if you play the PAL version, like if you're one of our friends across the pond, you wouldn't know that it, that happens because it goes right through the walls like you would expect it to in most games, right? And, and so it goes through the walls in the European version, plus they doubled the power of the gun so that it wasn't so frustrating. Oh, ah, okay. Because, because one of the things this game has is... There's like an invisible health bar to the enemies, and the guns have various powers depending paint how powered up it is. If you don't defeat the enemy quick enough, they actually regain their health. And oh, since this game doesn't have that makes auto a lot fire, of sense.
1: okay, yeah,
0: if the game, since so, so the game, and and that's my other recommendation: use a controller with auto fire.
3: Absolutely, yes, I,
0: use it with this game.
3: Absolutely, because
0: if you. If you don't, you're going to have a hard time just even getting rid of some of the basic enemies. Which, by the way, one of them looks like the frog from Blaster Master, which the developer designed that that character. Yeah, I found that I found that fascinating that the Europeans actually got the better the better uh, run of the mill there.
1: Yeah, I did not know that. That is interesting.
2: Uh,
1: um, yeah, yeah I, I, as far as what you the um, <coughs> using the auto fire, that is a, almost an absolute must for this game because it is. That is one thing that if you don't have that, that, it just rips the enjoyment out of this game, having to tap the button over and over again.
0: Because the, that's the actually bullet, one of the game hit. That's one of the game hits in the manual. Use a turbo type joystick with rapid fire.
1: Yeah, that's kind of cr-
0: helpful. That,
1: that's kind of crummy that they do that. But um, I mean, are that did, did Sunsoft sell turbo controllers or something? You know what I mean? It's it's kind of a slap in the face. It's, you get you need a turbo controller to play this game.
0: I think that's what they call a feature. That's when you run out of time. Because there was a, in, the, in the other interview I was reading, the guy actually said that they were going to put in a save feature and they ran out of time. And yeah, well, there you go. Boom. You know,
1: that was, uh, that's another point I was going to make.
0: Yeah. So, sorry to jump ahead there. It just kind of came up. Uh, like he said, like, yeah, we, we did that. We had a save feature in the lab. We forgot to activate it and we tested it and that people were complaining it's too hard. So we didn't have time to redo to call everything back and redo it. So we just made this ad campaign. Have you ever seen an ad for this game, like a TV ad on YouTube or something? I think I
2: have no, actually. I've seen
1: it.
0: Yeah, because if, if you go on YouTube and look at look at one of the old NES uh, commercials, they say one of the hardest games you'll ever play. So they right. turned it into a feature, right? And uh. actually, they, apparently, they sold well.
1: Interesting. I don't see, I don't find this game hard. I, th- I find it just frustrating. You know what I mean? It's um, If you don't know what mm-hmm. you're
0: doing, if you don't know, if you yeah. don't have a good plan of attack, it's frustrating. If you do, it's actually not that difficult, I think.
2: Right. I kind of agree with hey, you on that. I just, there's a there's I just did not know what to do. Because it was just like, I just did not. Uh, I just couldn't... It, there was just so many things that frustrated me. First of all... The the movements just seemed slow. I didn't enjoy that. I felt, felt like, you know, Uncle Fester was just a slow-moving character, slower than any of the other, of the bad guys. So you pretty much just get a, you're not outrunning. anything. You get these upgrades, these guns, like you guys were talking about, uh, just made it actually harder. Um, and then, you know, it, there was just, uh, you get hit like twice and you're dead at the beginning of the game. So it's just very it was very frustrating to kind of get get things started and going. Yeah. Yeah, of, it's
0: it it I mean, especially like with like you said, you only have two life bars and if you lose it, the game and Fester does move slow, which fits yeah. the character, right? Fester's not exactly a, sure. a track and field star, so it fits the character, but he does move slow um, I like it. I think it's kind of almost a relaxing pace, <laughs> you know. Once you have a powered-up gun, it's it's more entertaining when you have it powered up and you have a a turbo controller. If you're playing this with just a regular one and you have to press the button every time, pain in the rear. But if you die, you go all the way back to the beginning. You don't have to redefeat the bosses, and you keep your inventory. Now you have to back. You have to slowly move faster back to where you were, and it can be it can be a challenge.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and. I'm I'm with you guys 100 percent on all that. Um, he does move slow, but I don't know. I I I kind of I kind of see both sides. The, the slowness. See, I'm a huge fan of Blaster Master too, also. That's that's another game that I grew up playing a lot. I think that's what drew me to this game so much because I owned Blaster Master, um, and I rented this one a lot. And they had they they, you know, when you're a kid, if two games are kind of similar. Rather than it being a detriment to you, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I know how to play this game already. Kind of a feeling. And so that's kind of how yeah, I felt about it. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it kind of hit me in in that way. Um, But yeah, no, I, I get it. He does kind of move slow, especially compared to some other NES games. Um, and this also, it's top-down. It's not yeah. really your style, Justin, so I, I can understand. It. Just a little added frustration on that part. Yeah. But this game, I don't know, it's weird because... As is, of course, I have nostalgia for it, but as is, I can remember it being very frustrating for me when I rented it all the time. Um, and as is, it's really not, it's really, isn't a very good game. If, if I'm going to be totally honest with myself, playing it, if you were to buy it for the NES, plop it into your NES, play with the, the regular controller, it's really not a very good game, but yeah, uh, with a few tweaks, and some modern technology, I think it's a really actually a pretty great game, like a turbo controller, um, demo mode saving save state feature, right? Where if you die, you don't have to go back to the very beginning. Of course, all these things make mm-hmm. it really, really easy, too, unfortunately. Um,
2: but, yeah, uh,
1: you know, some of that kind of stuff actually makes it really fun and kind of an easy game to play.
0: Do you guys know about the boss glitch?
1: I learned about it uh, today, actually, as I was watching some like speedruns and stuff. <laughs> I don't I, know about
0: the glitch. Okay, well, um, let's do this, if you guys are okay. Let's go through the items you can collect, because it deals with okay. all the items, right? So you, you go through the game. When an enemy dies, he'll either drop a whip power-up or a gun power-up. The whip doesn't matter until you get the whip later on in the game. And by the way, the whip powers up four times, but is more powerful than the gun and it can uh, collect items. You can use it to lip. reach items. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's only bad when you get too whipped crazy and you accidentally grab a downgrade, which yeah. did happen to me. So when you defeat an enemy, they'll drop those things. They can drop a light bulb, which you use in the sewers to see. You only have to use one light bulb every time. You'll have a ton of light bulbs by the end of the game. Money, if you get $5, uh, you can buy a hot dog at the hot dog stand. To replenish your health which is helpful and keys right and then uh, the other items and the keys that is for the boss the boss, uh, glitch but the other, other items is the vice grip so if you get hit by a bee or one of these flying things you don't get hurt but you slow down and mm-hmm. the vice grip if you remember the Adams family TV show Uncle Fesser would relax by putting the vice grip around his head uh, and I tighten forget. it I
1: didn't realize that yeah
0: and that, so that explains the vice grip being in there. Uh, so it, it makes them go back to regular speed. There's TNT, which I find kind of hard to use, where it, it's a Fester thing too. Fester would play with dynamite all the time. You drop it on the ground if an enemy, if it blows up by an enemy, you know, it's powerful. Uh, there's a potion that refills your health, which is very helpful. An invisible potion, which is really an invincible potion. So if you use that, like the bosses can't hurt you for a period of time. Missiles, which I found interesting, those are kind of, like, I forget how you do it, but you actually have to select your target with one button, maybe B, and then press A, or vice versa to launch it.
1: I couldn't figure uh, figure the missiles out.
0: It's very helpful on the last boss. Very helpful if if you do it. Then the noose, which only appears at the end of the game, which you can use to call lurch. They'll say you rang. It'll show like a little picture of him and he'll just defeat every regular enemy on the screen, like not bosses, but so that's very helpful near the end. But anyways, the boss glitch, uh, you can defeat every boss by going over a certain, when you enter the boss fights, uh, which it's, it's like blaster master black background boss. Uh, when you enter them, if you walk over the correct area and you have the key selected, you start to go into your inventory to pick, uh, what is it? The B button that uses an item, I like that,
1: uh, yeah.
0: or no, or the A What? one of the, mm-hmm. I think it's B. So you, you go, you, you, you know, you, you hit start to select which item is B. So if you select the key and you hit B in the right spot, the boss will automatically like, it'll take you to one of the houses outside and it'll show like the boss exploding and you, and you beat the boss automatically, no matter how much health he has. The only caveat is you're not supposed to use it on the final boss. It could freeze your game if you do that. So that's the boss glitch. And that's very helpful Like because I live streamed this game. I spent a little under two hours. I died on accident halfway through, had to redo it. I was able to beat the game, though, for the first time in my life. Mm -hmm. But one boss was giving me problems because I used up my invincibility potions and he still was going and I was running low on potions. And uh, so I used that glitch to beat him. I was thankful for it because I wasn't doing the the emulation thing. But one cool thing is whenever you beat a boss, your whole inventory is replenished when it comes to like the TNT and the potions and stuff. Yeah,
1: that is the moment you beat him. I, I tended to use the invisible potion or whatever. I used it to just get through parts of like the sewers and stuff that I found troublesome where I would just turn it on and then just go as fast as I could just as long as it lasted, which it lasts for a pretty good long time. Um, rather than on the bosses, of course, you may have a better strategy than me because you've beat it and I have not. So uh, there's that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) strategy. Here's my strategy for anyone listening. Power up your gun at the beginning all the way because you'll have a powerful straight shot. um, And then secondly, use a turbo controller. Yep. And that's that's, that's pretty, uh, you know, and of course, and when you save your invincibility potions for the boss fight, so you're just going back for the... Invincibility, you know, you use it, you attack the boss for a while, and then you use it again. If you absolutely have to use the key glitch, just select the key and just start smashing that B button or whatever, all walking around the screen until you find that secret spot.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm going to use the key glitch now. That's how I'm going to beat it. Just wait, I'm going to beat it now.
0: Yeah, just so don't do the last boss that way. I
1: didn't have miss time out on to. The uh, uh, I didn't have time to try it today um because I I was just like I said I just found out about it today so. uh I do plan to try it and see if I can beat the game. Because, yeah, that is kind of what... I usually, you know, I, I get frustrated or something because I'll die on a boss or whatever. Um, I do I do tend to play demo mode quite quite frequently, but when I do, I like to play it... I like to turn on hardcore mode, which is a thing you can do in RetroPie, and um, it basically just doesn't let you use save states and stuff. It makes it more like it's you're playing it on the NES. So, but... Um, the furthest I ever got, I definitely did use save states, but, um, yeah. And with that, key, with the key glitch, I may, I may end up beating it. We'll see. You just get tired or frustrated before I beat it because you don't, you can continue yeah. as much as you want, but you always have to start at the beginning of the game, which is just frustrating.
0: Yeah, because he he moves, he probably moves. I'd say half speed of Link in The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, he's I think slow. that might be a, a fair assessment. I mean, it's not the slowest, but it's not quick. I guess we should say like, you know, the standard format is you start outside, you try to find a house or a building. If you find a house, one of the Adams family people will give you an item like the vice grips or the bombs or whatever. Uh, you go into like a white building and there's like a 3D maze and all of them, except the very first one has a boss behind a door that you have to find. The first one, I think, which is optional, you um,
1: get extra help, you can right? find a
0: wall. Yeah, you find a like a dead end, but you try to push like you're going through a door and you'll get the extra health. And that's how you can get one of the extra health. The, the other extra health, there's um, an area about halfway through the game where you walk through the bushes, which you're not supposed to do, but there's an invisible path that you can go in. And that's where you get the Adams family house. And that gives you the extra, the other health. So there's four total health if, uh, at the most. You start with two, you can build it up to four. But getting to these houses, you usually have to go into sewers which reminds me a little bit of Ninja Turtles just because it's sewers. It's like a top-down version.
2: It does but, feel like that.
0: You know, it did give me memories of it. Uh, but yeah, so you're basically going in the sewers. And if, like, it's one of these things where I think I saw, not Nintendo Power. What was the magazine before Nintendo Power? I forget what it was
1: called. Electronic Gaming Monthly?
0: No, that no, no. One? The Nintendo one. Nintendo oh, Fan Club or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right, right, right. Yep. Something like, like that. Like
0: there, there, was I, I saw a picture where like they showed, like, you know how they used to do, they take screenshots and stitch them together. And so the whole sewer is just one big sewer, but you just go in little parts of it here and there, yeah. just like the overworld is one big overworld. It's just, you're ducking in and out. There's even one that kind of threw me for a second. Cause there's one part where you have to go into a hole in the dock. It's not like a regular sewer. Right. I was like, where do I go? And you had to go in the hole. And I think you have to push a button to actually go in the sewer and the holes like it doesn't automatically. And when you get to the end, you have to push a button. When you get to the la- ladder, you have to push a button to get out. It's not like other games where it just automatically does. Cause I remember the first time I hit, I'm like, I'm at the ladder. I'm not going out. What's going on? And I had to hit a button.
1: Yeah. Did you have you seen the, uh, speaking of the whole thing being one big map, have you seen the like the whip glitch or whatever it is? They were doing that in the what's speed the whip? run too. Uh,
0: no. What's the whip glitch?
1: Basically, like, you know, how the whip you put it pu- pu- like, s- moves you like a just ever slightly like one frame or whatever you can use it to go through walls and stuff by whipping oh huh, I
0: didn't realize that yeah
1: look it up i I, I didn't quite understand what they were doing because like I said they were doing it so fast trying to get the game no beat.
0: but it, it no if it I didn't realize it moved you so so that's where I learned something because that makes sense so you go by a wall that's like in the sewer and it and by going to the other side you skipped a few bosses yeah yeah I could see how that works something like
1: that I, it, it's it's something like that where the whip will move you a frame and it will cause you to like help you go through walls and stuff. So yeah. So interesting. This game's, I mean, this game's got a lot of, um, interesting little quirks to it like that. Uh, the key glitch is a pretty big one. That's kind of a, uh, that's kind of a big oopsie on their part. I would think, uh, where the, it's just, it's coded in a, in a way where I, it's something about the way the keys work with, with it or something. And it's, I don't know, but it, yeah, it definitely messes messes up the the framework. Yeah, I wonder if it was fights. like
0: uh, I wonder if it was like um a like a a test that they did so that they could skip by you know easily get past the bosses and they meant to take it out but they didn't. Maybe the final run, yeah. But um, I I'm actually the I'm like hey, you know what? This is for if you're playing it without save states, it's actually a good back pocket thing to have right so you don't have right. to die like you know what I'm trying to beat this boss because I was able to beat all the bosses except one only one I had to use the key glitch on and I was like yeah I can't I can't
1: do it which one was the one that gave you trouble
0: oh it was in the middle somewhere and it was one of the ones that had a shield yeah say the guy with like- The guy with like
1: the horns and the shield that shoots the lightning in three different directions, that guy always, always die on him,
0: I feel like. It it, it might have been him because usually the bosses, if you have a powered up whip or a powered up gun and you use the invincibility thing, you can pretty much take them out before you run out of health and potions and all that other stuff. And, And of course, there's patterns to them too. If you practice, you can get used to the patterns. You don't need to rely on that stuff. Easy. So the, I thought the bosses were designed pretty well, but there was one that it was just I it was just so hard to make the hits count. Like I just kept in the stream, you can hear me saying like, "Why is not this not counting?" And then all of a sudden it did. I didn't understand why sometimes it did and didn't. So it might be the same boss. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it
0: has something to do with the shield or or what,
1: but yeah, it's that guy that he always, he always gives me grief. He, he and he's I know I know it's a, there's a pattern and his attacks the same every time where he shoots out three lightning bolts. But the way he walks around the screen and right before he shoots those lightning, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just a pattern I have trouble figuring out. But anyways, so that's the guy I plan to use the key glitch on. Um, yeah, so um, I thought the bosses were actually pretty cool, though. They were kind of well designed. Uh, the, the rest of the enemies in the game were kind of boring, but uh, the bosses yeah. were pretty cool. I think They're it interesting.
2: Is, like, it is one of the better things. Um, the sprites for that and we one of the better graphics of the game. They don't fit the
1: really. They, they kind of don't fit the game. Yeah, they kind of look down. like they belong in a different game, but I like them.
2: <laughs> well, they're supposed
0: to be aliens, right? So it's they're not supposed to look like they belong. That's true. So I think point. for that, like alien monsters, yeah. And I thought that the, the minor enemies, I thought that, you know, I thought they had an interesting look. They were unique. You know, you have blobs, you have like a floating head that spits out bees or something, not the bees. So, <laughs> it, you know, but you see them a lot. There's not a lot. And then you have frogs, which look like mini Blaster Master frogs.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't seem like there was very much variety, a little a color
0: change here or there. And, but uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. What is. Uh, sp- so, uh, speaking of bosses, so you have you ever got to the final boss?
1: I have not. I've gotten to the UFO or whatever, uh, but I've never.
0: Okay. So, so you were close. You were close. Yeah. Cause once you get the UFO is massive, it's a massive maze. Yeah. That's where I you want to save your little lurch things and use those when like a bunch of enemies are, if you don't have a, you want to have a powered up gun, gun and all your lurch little things.
1: Yeah. I, I had just had trouble. Of course, the closest I ever come was probably when I was younger and when I was a kid and uh, I always just had trouble. Maybe I was just a stupid kid. I was I was young and dumb. But I could, like things like that, like big maze levels and stuff. I just couldn't figure. I just couldn't find my way through them. I was I was had so much trouble that kind of stuff.
0: And that is the most confusing because most the sewers are set up like mazes, but really it's hard to get lost.
1: Yeah, the sewers There's are not really They're, they're set dead, up like mazes, ends. but they're really kind of linear, right? But then all of a sudden that UFO yeah. is totally a maze. You can go all sorts of different directions.
0: So can I give a spoiler alert of how to beat the last boss? Would you like to hear that?
2: Please, let's hear it.
0: So so the last boss, it's like this massive alien shooting stuff. And of course, as I say before, use, save your invisibility stuff. So you use your invisibilities. You have a powered up whip. He has like two things protecting him right in the center. Okay, like two like um, pieces of metal or something. And you have to take both of those out. Once you take them out, if you go all the way to the right on the screen... And you, and, you have, and you should have missiles, and you use the missiles, as long as you're aiming at the boss's head, he can't hit you when you're all the way to the right.
1: Oh, okay. So you just,
0: you just keep... So once you use your invisibility, or invincibility, whatever you want to call it, because it's invisible, but it makes you invincible. Does that make sense? Once you use that to take out the two barriers and right dead center of them, and you go to the edge, you're, you're home free. Hmm. Okay. And the ending's pretty... is For an NES game, the, the ending's pretty decent. I thought. Some, some, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like stuff, a, right? Yeah, you know, a little bit of a cutscene and some more great music. I mean, it wasn't anything super special, but it was better than you won, game over, or congrat, or was it Ghostbusters? Congratulation.
2: Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Uh, you uh, you mentioned it. Uh, what about the music? What do you guys think about the music?
2: I thought it was just kind of there. I didn't really feel like it was anything that really added to the game. The sounds were kind of annoying too. I. I to me, it was just kinda like I didn't really. It wasn't to me uh, anything to write about. It wasn't annoying though.
0: But. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, See- I, I loved. It. I loved the music. <laughs> I did. I, I liked the Adams Family theme at the beginning that they did. I thought it was really NES catchy, and I thought it was just some more good, solid, sun soft music. Maybe, maybe it's one of these things where you know Justin really the game wasn't like his cup of tea. So the music doesn't draw him in as much, but I enjoyed the game. So maybe, maybe there's some psychology there, but I thought the music was good.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with both of you. I'm with you, uh, Phil, when it comes to the, um, the music being awesome, I thought the music was very enjoyable. I liked the music a lot, but I'm also Justin. I thought the sound effects were kind of terrible and annoying, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I was kind of like, it's kind of a catch 22 is cause I want to listen to the music of the game cause I enjoy it, but I also don't really want the volume on because I don't really want to hear all the little bleeps and bloops in this game for whatever reason. I, I can't even really no. put my finger finger on what it was about them that I didn't like. Um,
0: Maybe it's cause I was so focused playing the game that the noises didn't, they neither, neither loved them or hated them. They were just
1: there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, I, for the, I, Generally, I left the sound on because they, they, didn't, they didn't hurt me too much. Uh, they didn't bother me too much, because like you said, once you kind of get into the game, you're not focused on them all that much. Um, but I did find a few of them kind of kind of, I don't know, grading almost. Uh, but the music.
0: What'd you guys the music, the music was solid. I like the music.: a What lot. you guys think of the graphics?:
1: uh, I like them. I think Fester looks awesome. I think he's very yeah. well done, very well animated. I think the backgrounds are pretty good. They're kind of samey, um, but they're good. Yeah, I
2: don't really. I'm going to kind of agree with you that Fester was good. I've already kind of alluded to this uh, being pretty pretty awesome um, in regards to their design. But overall, the background, the majority of the bad guys, Blaster Master Frog included, were just not very impressive.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I agree uh, about. I agree about Fester, and I like, because it really cap for an 8-bit character, they did a perfect job capturing him, right? Like, he even has his blunderbuss gun, which he used in the show. So, it's like, yeah, that's, that's Fester. What'd you guys think of the 3D sections?
1: I thought it was pretty useless. I mean, I, I guess, it,
2: yeah, it, yeah,
1: it, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So, back, back then, to have a game, like a first-person 3D was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You don't see that very often, but now it's... I mean it's 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 hard to knock it for that because I I get it this game didn't come out now it came out in 1989 or whatever but uh now it's just kind of like, uh it's kind of useless to me it's just like a maze yeah. and it de- there's nothing going on um the walls are bland you know what i mean there
0: you, you don't even fight anybody yeah. in there there's
2: yeah it's yeah. so like you're yeah. walking through a hospital corridor
0: <laughs> yeah and it's actually a white building right So it's like a hospital. It almost is like a hospital. It's like an abandoned hospital. But, uh, yeah, I thought I liked the 3d effect to a degree, but what I didn't like was that it's, um, frame by frame, it doesn't run, doesn't go smoothly. And because of that, it's, I got lost. Sometimes I got turned around and I couldn't figure out where I was A, a little like mini map would have been helpful, like an auto map, which I know is asking for a lot, but if you compare it to a game, have you guys ever seen Fantasy Star for the Sega Master System?
2: Ugh, no, wrong name.
0: <laughs> okay, well if the name's you, Sega. Yeah, well, but here here's the deal. You ever look at because it has a lot of 3D dungeons, and understandably, there are two different systems with two different sets of strengths. But the that game going through the dungeons in the 3D thing was so smooth, it was silky smooth and i wish that with this game it would have been at least a little bit smoother not like frame 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 i understand that you have limitations so like i agree with you michael back in the day that was really cool to see and nowadays i appreciate that they did something different that they did something to shake things up uh but yeah it's it's it wears out it wears thin real quickly
1: yeah i, I mean overall i think the i think I do I'm not going to put this game in the upper echelon of graphics, uh, but it does a few key things, right? I think the main character is the is the biggie. Getting him right is is a pretty big deal. He does bits and pieces of him do disappear quite often. I, you know, I guess that they just run out of um, assets sometimes when there's enemies on the screen and or he's. Throwing his whip around, and so they have to make things disappear. So he, may, you know, like the his middle torso sometimes has to disappear. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. uh, you know, so be it. It's it's the NES. It, that's kind of what you what you deal with sometimes on the NES. Yeah, no, I thought that was great. I wish there was more color in some of the the bosses though. The boss designs are really cool. They look cool. They're big, but they're usually like mm-hmm. mono, monotone. They're one color or something. I was, I was thinking.
0: And, and with Yeah, the, a lot of, like, browns, yeah, a lot of browns with a, are...
1: You have a completely black background when you're fighting them, so why couldn't they have more color in the bosses? I don't... I
0: don't yeah, know. I mean, the final boss is more colorful. I think it has some, like, whites and stuff like that in it. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's a good point.
1: But, anyways, that's, uh, it is what it is. I think, uh, in general, I think the crowd are pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, I think and I'll also
0: say, also say, like, the little character things, like, when you meet, uh... You know, Morticia or the whole family or thing. I thought they did a good job with that too. I thought those little stills looked fine.
1: Yeah, they do. Again, though, the color—they're
0: missing color. I don't, well, yeah, but but Adam's family was black and white, so I'll forgive him on that. Okay, yeah,
1: fair enough. They weren't brown though. They weren't brown yes. and brown and brown. <laughs> but, all right, I I don't know. I don't have a whole lot more to say about the game. I don't know. You guys got any last thoughts on it? Before we go into just talking about whether or not it's worth the price of admission.
0: I think we did a good job covering
1: it. Okay. Well, Justin, then how much does this game go for?
2: So, uh, this game goes for, so on price charting, you're looking at a loose price of $8.56. Well, uh,
1: my opinion is it's well worth that price.
2: That's a, yeah, it's hard to
1: That's beat. a pretty. That's a pretty cheap NES game, and this it this is a yeah. pretty quality. It's frustrating, but it, it is a quality game.
0: I think that's it's a fair opinion. price, and what's it's it's what's crazy is if you look at price charting, the game has been six dollars a lot recently too. Like it's gone up and down because yeah, retro mm-hmm. games are crazy. So you could even find this. This used to be like a five dollar game all the time. Right. So if, if especially if you could find it for the five or six bucks somewhere, maybe a you know a, a local independent. Uh, game store, definitely, definitely. This is like one of the best five to ten dollar games you can probably get nowadays.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't, really don't understand why it's so cheap. I guess they just made a bunch of them.
2: They um, produced a ton of them,
1: and it, I guess it, it. I guess it's kind of
0: regarded as a bad game too, right? But I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people. St- I think. I know the Angry Video Game, I haven't seen it, but I know that because people were telling me in the stream that the Angry Video Game Nerd did a, a video on it, just kind of tearing it apart, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so that might have scared away people. But the game, according to the designer, it sold over a million copies. So okay. it was a hit for them. So there's there's a lot out there. So you have some people trashing it and you have a lot of copies out there. Maybe that's why. I, I, think, it's a, I think there's definitely games that I think are... More worthy of the five to ten dollar price than this game.
1: Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of there's a lot of, there's a lot of trashy games out there that sell for way more than they're worth. We 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 talk about them all the time on here. But uh, this game, I, that's a good price. I mean, that's that's a very fair price, even up to about ten bucks for this game. You're going to get frustrated playing it, no doubt. Um, but a few a few things, like you said, Phil. You know, get get your turbo controller with it. Um, and that just, that alone will save you a lot of heartache playing this game,
0: I think. Yeah. And be patient when you're collecting those power-ups, like you can't just run into the power-ups cause you'll get downgraded. Like you have to, like, that was one of the things that was hard. Like there was a time when I was in the sewer shooting the slimes at multiplied, trying to get more power-ups, but you get the red one mixed in with us stuff. And I just had to wait and wait for it to disappear because eventually they disappear. And then, and then find another enemy and start again. Again, so the grinding can be a little tedious, but it's worth it in the end if you're trying to power up.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I think that's good. Uh, you guys want to do some? See what's what do we do next, Justin? We rate this game. You guys want to rate this game?
0: No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's a long. Uh, did my computer just break? break or is, that, is that a long <laughs> uh, little <laughs> noise? All right. How do you guys want to rate this game?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know Phil at the beginning of the uh, yeah.
2: What well, do you got? Phil? You at, the, well, got at, okay. at the beginning, at I, the top of the show, I, he,
1: you asked if we plan this, which we do not. But that may mean you have an idea. So,
0: you know, I do. I have a really weird idea, and if you hate it, that's okay. Okay. The Adam's family for me growing up was an old comedy rerun in syndication. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking we give it, we compare it to a different comedy rerun other okay. than the Adams family or the monsters. So I'd say rate it by a old rerun comedy.
1: All right. And I can, uh, I can get behind that.
0: Yeah. Do, do you want me to, do you want me to go first since I gave you the idea? Please, please do. I'm going to give this Sanford and son Sanford okay. and son to me is, it's not the best comedy. It's, it's like one of these things where uh, I never really went out of my way to watch Sanford and son, but every time I did, I enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was like almost a rerun comfort food. If you will, there's always something about it. I enjoyed. And that's how this game is where like I, for years I haven't played it, but when I did, I just immediately put a smile on my face. And I, and I had no problems playing it for my stream for a couple hours, and I don't think I'd have a problem again. So for me, I'm going to give it a Sanford and Son.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Sounds I'm good. Gonna just-
2: give it, I'm going to give it Chico and the Man. <laughs> and uh, the reason is because it's uh, not very good. I don't really care for it, but it has a cult following that a lot of people uh, like out there. So there you go.
0: Okay. All right. Fair all right. enough. You could have just said Chico and the Man mic drop, you know, <laughs> yeah. figure Fair it yeah. out for yourself. It's Chico and I the was Man. between
2: that or Jake and the Fat Man.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh I'm gonna give this one
1: uh I'm gonna give this one Mork and Mindy. Hmm. Uh because the Mork and Mindy was a show that I was always in and out of all the time. It would come on Nick at night. And uh sometimes I'd watch it and I'd be like, Oh, this is great. This is this is hilarious. And sometimes yeah. I'd watch it, and be like, "This is the stupidest show." I don't even know why they did this. So it, it was very <laughs> hit or miss. Which I feel like that that spells out this game. Uh, there's it does so many things right, uh, but then it has so many like deep faults. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. can be mm-hmm. that, that can be overcome. Like you know, we've mentioned several times though, turbo controller, save game, save states, whatever. Lots of things that can be overcome, but it, the faults are pretty deep. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt about Morgan and Mindy. Like there were times when Robin Williams was just hilarious and he was great on that show, but it was just a really dumb idea and a dumb show. <laughs> and like, sometimes it just never held up. So that's, I'm going to give it more.
0: Plus it had an alien.
1: Plus it had an alien. That's right. I didn't want to go with the gimme, but uh, yeah, always count on Phil to go with the
2: gimme.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. A
0: minute for the cheap hits, cheap pops, as they'd say in the wrestling business. That's why we hired you. Or, uh, well, we don't pay you, but uh, that's why we locked you in the basement. All right. (laughs) You guys
1: got any uh, retrofitted trophies?
0: You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies.
1: I really like that transition noise. Okay. Sue me. I think it's cool. It just keeps going and Uh, going. I like it. It's like the Energizer Bunny. Yes. Oh, yeah, I have some okay. I,
0: I have some uh, uh, retrofit trophies. I don't know. I have four of them. So I don't know if you want me to give them all at once or take turns or what, but I have some.
1: Okay, you go ahead and give us one.
0: Okay, so let's start with Devo would be impressed. Devo would be impressed. That is fully power up your whip.
3: Because ah, Devo it. had
0: that song, Whip
2: It. Yep. Good, that's good.
1: That's good. Hey, Justin, did you? Are you pulling up the Facebook? We got some on Facebook too. Yeah, I'm got to up. Yeah, cool. All right, we can we can sprinkle them, one, let's, let's them in there too.
2: My first one is a strike, and that is kill the first ten enemies you get after getting the uh, bowling ball upgrade to your gun without mm. getting hit.
0: Strike a bowling strike. I like that. That's good. And by the way, I call them bowling balls, too. The manual doesn't call them anything, but I think a lot of kids probably call them bowling balls.
1: It just seems like an Adam's Family thing, right? They look, they look like bowling yeah. balls. It sounds like something that yeah. Fester would probably shoot out of his gun as bowling balls.
0: Or cannon. Like, he had a little cannon, which, of course, you do cannonballs, too. But I could see bowling balls in there.
1: Yeah. I guess it's probably—actually, now that you mention that, it probably is cannonballs, right? That makes more sense.
0: I like, I like bowling balls better, though. Yeah, it's
3: bowling
1: balls. Okay. All right. My first trophy is Are They Dead? Does it matter, and that is get stuck in one of those loops where the the uh frogs or somebody just keeps not the frogs, the little r- pink guys with the mouth that fly and they just keep spawning over and over again and never go away just just keep yeah. hitting them just stay in that loop where you think that they're eventually going to die, but they just never do you just
2: you just keep hitting them that's how you that's how you get that trophy
0: you want right, to do a gonna, one go ahead uh. Did you did you have a listener one or did you want me to go again?
2: Go ahead, Phil. G- give us another okay. one. I'll give you so, one.
0: So So my next one is called Retire Lurch. Real easy one. You get fifteen nooses, use them all up. Lurch is retired.
2: Ooh. <laughs> all right. Uh, my next my next one is super spreader event. And that is when you first get the gun and has the little like green virus looking things you shoot out of it. Kill 10 enemies with that, without getting hit. Okay. Because it looks like COVID-19. Super spreader. <laughs> mm. um, Daniel Newton, I'll read what he is, uh, Uncle Fester Shock. Uh, when you get electrified in the game and drop the controller.
3: Oh,
1: okay. I guess that would technically be possible if uh, your controller wire was frayed and you dipped it into a puddle or something, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm guessing you're literally getting electrocuted somehow by your controller. Yeah. Okay.
1: That'd be a tr- hard trophy to get, but it uh, could be possible.
0: Take a lot of effort.
1: <laughs> All right, I've got one. Um, I know we said that we may or may not use this one again, but I decided, you know what? We're going to use it. Putin Rejoice, and that is uh, use the key glitch and basically cheat. You know, that's uh, <laughs> something that... Uh, Sounds like Poot would would it rejoice about
0: if you're just cheating your way through this game. My next one is okay. called ter, is called Turn Back the Clock. So this goes back to the story I said earlier, plus the fact that how the Adams Family uh, TV show originally was, and that's play this game in black and white. Okay, nice. nice. Definitely would add a challenge.
1: And uh, Tom Yay. Arnold would be Tom Arnold would be impressed is beat the game
2: uh, on a black and white TV. Oh yeah. Ooh, that is impressive. Um, Gabe Van Gilder says, shoot him in the back, and that is beat the game. Okay, cool. I don't Dale, have any got one more, everybody. I'm out.
0: I'm I got out. one. I have one more. So it's called the, the Numb Thumb Club. Numb Thumb Club, which is a throwback because there used to be an Atari 2600 publisher called Magic, who, like, if you got a good enough score you could join the Numb Thumb Club and get like a patch or something. And so, for this game to be in the Numb Thumb Club, beat the game without using a turbo controller because you will have a numb thumb by the end.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yes, see, clever the bell. Right, But Deville will uh, snap, snap, and snap. snap your fingers two times every time you kill an enemy. It's gonna be pretty tough. And oh, Do that.
0: Yeah. yeah the- do that,
1: and yeah, you'll join the, the Numb and-
2: Club.
0: Yeah, the Num Thumb Club.
2: Yeah. All right. That's it for the Facebook. Yeah. Trophies. Okay. okay. I guess that's it for all of
1: our trophies then. Yeah. Good job, boys. All right. Feedback.
0: It's time for D-Patter Feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life.
1: All right. Do we have any feedback?
2: On this oh, game. First off, with Chris Vandermeer, uh says, I actually enjoyed this one. Okay, uh, Sean Moldowney he says, OMG, I loved this game as a kid. I never owned it, but it was one of my favorite parts. Of my friends, LOL. I still enjoy picking it up during doing some.
1: One of his favorite parts, of hanging out with his friends. Sounds like you, Phil. You guys have similar
0: yeah. stories. Well, that was my favorite part of getting my haircut.
2: Yeah, there you
1: go. Wait, so did you give it to your neighbor and then just never play it with him?
0: No, we played it together too. I was oh, okay. going I was going even further back to the first time I played it. Yeah, we played it a few times and then and then but because of the black and white TV we couldn't get very far, so it kinda ended up on the pile. Yeah, gotcha. All
2: right, Jason. All right. Peter Martin says, I remember always seeing this at the store, KB Toys, where I'd buy NES games. I'd never played it. But as always, look forward to the two dudes. To the dudes for talking about it thanks peter Tyler Jones said Tyler laughter, Tyler <laughs> I will never
1: forget <laughs> Tyler, I will never forget your name because that one, the the chili story, which I've told before but uh, yeah. i don't
0: story. I don't know if we spent a lot of time talking about the box art, but he was talking about the previous one about the box and KB this box art stood out
2: yes yeah, it did. It, it,
0: because Fester's face, you know, it's, it's like, it's Fester, but it's like a different take on Fester. It's a little bit different with the spider and everything. Yeah. It's almost a more serious Fester.
1: And it's front and
0: center. It's takes up almost the entire box. And he has some really red lipstick on too. <laughs> like he's a lot bluer than you've ever, he's a blue Fester with really red lipstick.
2: Yeah.
1: I like the I like the box art a lot. Actually, it does stand out.
2: All right. Josh Deepman says, a solid promise led down by some lost execution and bad choices with weapon power-ups. Who wants to upgrade to a weapon that you can't use because the walls absorb it? Yep. Joshua Witt says, the sewers crack is my jam. My uncle had this as a kid. I was like play it at their house the game. This game, the upgrades and puzzles made the game feel bigger than some other games. Feel like it gets a bad rap, but it's but it is actually quite good. Yeah. We're losing, that's we're it. losing Justin a little bit. Are you losing uh, me? Yeah, I think great. he
1: came
0: back just to say that's it. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. The, you, your internet's cutting in and out a little bit, or something. But uh,
0: you know, okay. it's because kind he of don't like the. It's because he doesn't like the game. So Mama looked in her crystal ball and put something <laughs> on yeah, Justin. That's said.
1: true. You're probably right. That's You're great. probably right. All right. We got a couple of voicemails here. Uh, and then that'll round us out.
2: I, I think they're selling something.
1: Uh, we'll see. Uh, as usual, I did not screen these, so we'll see what happens. All right. Here's the first one.
3: Dude, what is up? It is Z NES back again. You guys are talking about some Festers Quest, I see. And, uh, yeah, I remember Festers Quest. It was like one of, maybe like the first 50 or so games I got for my NES question. Um, so I played it, you know, a little bit back then. You know, Sunsoft, they're good. Um obviously they made some great games like Journey to and whatnot. So they always do good music and whatnot. But I remember the game being like really hard and kind of uh tedious and the enemies respawning like like a million of them <laughs> every second and it was just like the um when you had to continue, you would go all the way back and all this stuff, And it was just it's just one I never got like super far into, but Um, we'll see what you guys think about it. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if you guys are, like, positive, you know, like, negative on it. Um, but, yeah, if it's any good, maybe I'll give it a, a shot again in the future to see. You know, uh, I have beaten some pretty hard games in the past, so who knows, right? Um, but, yeah, anyway, uh, that's all I've got to say about Festus Quest, so... Until next time, uh, keep it classic, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Jay Z out.
1: Thank you, Jay Z. NES. Uh, I will say, um, n- nothing against Jay Z. Uh, this is I love that he. We can always count on him. Uh, he has a full collection, so we know that he at least can can play the game with us if he wants to. Um, but I wonder. He always sounds a little out of breath. Do you think he's like pacing his house when he's talking to us or like maybe yeah. on his jog or something?
2: Frantically. Frantically.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I just picture, I don't know why. Uh, I just, for some reason, I picture in his head, like he, he listens to the previous episode or whatever. He hears the song at the end. He's like, oh, I know that game. And like he just jumps up out of his chair. <laughs> he calls in and he's like pacing back and forth in his living room. He's like, okay, dudes, I, I hear you're playing, I hear you're playing Fisher's Quest. I've got that game. I did that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I love his energy, but it does sound like he's a little bit out of breath.
0: It reminds me because I know a couple YouTubers who will go for a walk and talk at the same time. reminds me of that. So it almost, when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I'm out for a walk or running. So it almost makes me wonder if he has like his, if he's like me. I have my Bluetooth earbuds on when I go out for a a walk or run or whatever. I could see him like, oh, I got to call and share my thoughts right now. So he's in the, he finishes the episode or whatever and he, and he dials in. So yeah, I, I, I hear that. That or he's just counting his collection at the same time. That's a lot of games.
1: Yeah, maybe. That's true. I'd I'd be out of breath if I had had to count that many games.
0: But but it makes Uh, a good point that we then talk about a lot is that the enemies can respawn crazy if you don't keep moving. Right.
1: Yeah, you do have to keep moving, which can also be frustrating with Fester being so slow. Right. But, yeah. All right. Thank you, Jay-Z. So two questions for you. One, are you exercising? Or are you counting your collection? What's going on? Or are you just that excited? Any, any of those things. Let us know next time you call in. Uh, and then two, do you alphabetize your collection? Or do you do it go chronologically? I've always wondered, wondered. Maybe we'll ask you next time you're on the show.
0: But uh, yeah. All right. Or if and, you do alphabetize, I want to know, do you use the word the? Do you count it as a word or not?
1: Right. And do numbers go at the beginning or end?
0: I'm a person, numbers at the beginning, ignore the dot.
1: That's me too. I'm the same way.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the way to go.
1: That's some say that's the only way, but we'll we need to we need to know. So Jay Z, let us know. All right, one more voicemail. You may recognize this guy. This is probably gonna be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like, probably top 10.
2: Whoa,
1: top 10. Not just oh, NES, man, of all time. I think that's a bit that's high praise place. for this game, Nick, but uh, you, know, you do you, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah, you think. I know.
1: All right. I think that's it. Uh, Phil, <laughs> I know we. I, I kind of screwed up. I didn't uh, let you introduce yourself properly at the beginning of the show, but I feel like most people know you, uh. but if they don't know you, uh, well, where can they find your stuff?
0: Well, of course, I I had a podcast, the Atari 7800 Game by Game podcast. Uh, You can check that out wherever fine podcasts are consumed, I guess. And I'm basically known for being on YouTube where I review a lot of games, um, sometimes live stream, sometimes do proper reviews. I did do a two-hour live stream of this game where I beat it for the first time in my life. You can check that out. Enjoy the ups and downs of playing the game, maybe get some tips I'm not a great game player, by the way. I don't consider myself great, but I just I did a little studying ahead of time. No but offense I, I will do
1: a- uh, to you, but that's one of the reasons why I like your show. It's because uh, I, I feel like you're better than me, first of all. But second of all, it's when you watch somebody that's really good, like when I watched a speedrun earlier today, I thought, oh, this, I'll never be able to do this. I mean, this is nice and all. But I like seeing somebody who's, you know, a, just a little bit better than me, not way better than me. So, Keep that up. Don't get, that,
0: don't, take, don't get good. I'll take that as a compliment. I'll
1: you should. take that as that, a compliment. That was yeah. intended
0: as a compliment. No, absolutely. Because I look, as I was watching videos on people, this is how you beat this boss. And I was like, oh, it looks so easy. Then you tried to do it. And you're like, uh, it's not that easy. You know, My brain knows what I should do, but my hands are having trouble. Yeah, I, I review a lot of games and toys from like the 80s and 90s, uh, mostly Atari, Nintendo, stuff like that. I, and when I do a review, one thing I do that a lot of people don't do, it's become more popular lately, but I will actually rank, when I'm done with a review, I'll rank the game against other games for the same system. So for instance, I've ranked over 60 NES games. My best game right now is Super Mario 3. My worst game is uh, Terminator 2, T2. Uh, I would probably put this right now in my top probably 20 to 30. You know, around games like uh, Star Trek, and PinBot and, and, and Heavy Barrel. Somewhere in that range is where I would put this game to give a, people an idea. So, yeah, just search up the Noswer Gamer on YouTube. The name is just to let you know it's family-friendly. So I did it because at the time there were so many people who when they posted YouTube videos, they would drop F-bombs left and right, and I wanted to watch something with my kids around and not teach them words that I don't want them to be taught. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of looking, so I made, made a show myself. So that's, that's the deal. All right. All right.
1: Awesome. Okay, yeah, I recommend everybody go check it out. Uh, you know, that is a good idea. You're, you're right. Most people did not do that uh, ranking games as they go, including the Genesis Gems, and then you started doing it, and they stole your idea, just so you know. They, so they, you know. They,
0: yes, I know they stole my idea. They totally, they totally stole it. So and Then they that's had okay. me on for Mighty Max, so I don't know if that sh- I should be insulted or not because that's like one of the worst games out there. So at yeah, least I, I got know. to be with a better game with y'all. So th- so now the Genesis Gems, now I challenge you to give me a better game than Fester's Quest to talk to you about. Let's see if they can pick well, that up.
1: to go back to softball, uh, we all know who would win that ultimate game of whose hand goes on top of the bat between NES and Sega Genesis. We can keep going back and forth oh. with you, but we all know that we can provide you with the best game overall, ultimately. But, you know, neither here nor there.
0: All I will right. say one of my favorite games of all time is, a, is an NES game I haven't reviewed, and I'll just leave it at that. Ooh, a
1: little tease.
0: Okay. All right. You guys probably have covered it. I haven't. I don't know. Okay. I'd have to look at your episodes. I'll have to ask you after the show what that, what that is. All
1: right. Sure. So shout outs from us. You can go check out the Bit Bros, Bit Brothers Network. Um, we are... Obviously, on all your podcasting platforms, we do have the, the you know, those rascally Genesis gems are also on our network. So, you know, if you go to our website, you will see them. And if you do decide to donate to our Patreon, um, uh, God bless you <laughs> because you don't get much right now, but uh. <laughs> Uh, thank you, and um, you will also get stuff from the Genesis Chimps if they ever post anything. I don't know. Other than the only the only time they post an episode recently is when Phil made them do it. So, um, <laughs> and uh, shout out to the wee Dude for uh, we love the fact that he stereoizes all these NES tunes and is cool enough to let people like us use them. And uh, shout out to the Fox Dude for the for our awesome logo. Justin, where can they find our show if they don't already know?
2: Well, of course, you can find us wherever you listen to all of your podcast needs. You can find our community on Fit Brothers Gaming Community on Facebook, which is probably the best place to go. It interact with our members. And, of course, you can always call us at
1: seven seven five seven 7 retro one uh, And that in-number format is seven seven five seven seven three. 773 Eighty-seven, sixty-one. All right. Well, here comes the music for the next game. Um, and uh, yeah,
0: thanks, Phil. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Let me out of the basement. Stretch a little bit. It was nice. I feel like a human again.
1: All right, get back down there.
0: All right. See ya.